Hello, hello. Welcome again to a new episode of Five Minute Warning. Yes, it is me. I am Ruben, back in the house as I try to be every week. Just because at this point in time at 9 o'clock, I ain't got nothing else going on. And of course, who looks like he is falling asleep because the countdown put him down. Just like that dude got knocked out last night in UFC. Mo B's in the house. What's going on? What's going on? I mean, you look real comfortable right there, dog. I mean, do you want me to look tense? Like we've, I been mean, do- no. we've been doing this for a while. I should be relaxed by now. But I mean, you look like real relaxed. Like, yeah. like, yeah, this chair is doing that work. And if somebody else didn't pay for it, I might give it a tip. Man, it's been, it's been a long weekend, man. So this, is this better? Do I look more attentive to you now? Yeah. And of course... We got AG making the grand return. What up, y'all? You can't come back from vacation late. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. First of all, first of all. No, no, actually, we actually started early, but you know, the first okay, thing Ruben ever been early say, for. Uh, the first thing Ruben ever been early for. So stop okay. it. Stop it. <laughs> why we got a lot like that? Mr. Boss Man, I, I Michael Watch said 859 when I came on. So I ain't I mean, late. Hey man, I, I didn't say that. Not unless you, not unless you, uh, coach. That's that other guy over there. Hey, yo, man, what you talking about? Um, what did you say when I did the show last week or the week before? Week before, man, I barely know what I did. You talking about the whole JP thing, man? That was so funny. I wouldn't even defend myself, man. What in the world? (laughs) Oh, that was Moby. I don't remember what I said either. So (laughs) I got my my white girl. That was so funny. I was, I was, was hilarious. What? I said I got my D1 white girl. That was so hilarious. Oh, D1. oh yeah. Hey. D1. It's, funny I mean, every, it's funny every time, man. I'm trying not to laugh at it, but it's funny I'm at, every time. Look, I'm not sitting here going to say like uh, a D girl, no good, but I mean, you know, if you're going to go for the best, you might as well get the best. You know what I'm saying? No, like I said, man, I just want to just want to make sure I clarify that because I'm not talking about anybody else besides people who just fronting, man. It's like be who you want to be with. Don't don't be afraid of no smoke. Be who yeah. be with who you want to be with. That's of all. Of course. Because nobody's afraid of no ghosts. Really? Yeah, I don't Please even stop. know you. Please yeah. stop. Look. Like I was never away. Please stop. Do what I want. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, man. It's, it's your show. Yeah, that's I guess what I was going to say. Guess you, guess you can. Hey, man, can it's you a... get shirts to say it's your show? What? Can you can, can you get shirts to say it's your show? I mean, because <laughs> it's really not my show. kind of is, bro. Uh, it kind of is, man. My, my name's not even on it anymore. See, it says Five Minute Warning. It don't say with Ruben Brown, even though that's what the music says at the beginning. I was about but, to say, like, you know, you're trying to go into technicality now, but. Hey. I mean, technicality keep you out of jail. You know whose name, you know who names it? have never been on the credit? Moby and AG. Let's see. <laughs> Trifling. We, we are affiliates. Hey, we man, are unless, you're in the, unless you're in the room with the at the at the mortgage uh, closing, you're 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 not an owner. Just yep. I mean, that's real talk because you just don't be bringing the side chick to the to the signing of the of the of the lease. You do not. Unless I miss y'all, man. How y'all been? The show has been really funny. Mo B, I want to let you know you you completely were naked, man. 
on that on that last episode. I was like, this dude. I was, this, whoa, this whoa. I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought I, I had clothes on. Bro. Yeah, I was like, clothes I on. But don't be having don't be having people up here trying to go back at past Twitch broadcast <laughs> to see. I won't see Moby Dick. <laughs> no, but I was just saying the subject matter. I was sitting there going, oh my god, that whole thing about your baseball team. Hey man, you know, sometimes sometimes you got to open up. I, man, I'm a sensitive guy, man. I learned that usually, <laughs> usually you come, you 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 start at neutral and then you're prickly. So it's kind of like when you said when you said that, I was like, dang, okay. So reason I'm bringing this up, not only was it a great show, but the reason I'm bringing this up for real, and I put this on, I think I said something about it on Facebook, uh, Mr. Brown, you better bring the heat at some point because when Mo B just was like, this is me right now. And then everything I've ever said, and then you missed the oh, I ain't saying nothing if it get too deep. You, hold on, you gotta player. change that. I ain't gonna he, hold on. He, nothing. he basically calling you the kiddie pool of the show. I mean, he's not he even kiddie pool. He ain't even wet, man. <laughs> he he put he put his toes in. He at least put his toes in when he talked about the dog. I mean, come on. Okay, I, I, okay. <laughs> I mean, y'all killing me, man. And I ain't done nothing wrong yet. You ain't nobody. No, nobody's attacking you though. Even I though feel attacked. That's what you. Let the last out. time you were here, I felt attacked. I can't. No, I, mean, I can't. I, I can't I help how you I feel, man. I won't. I won't agree. I won't agree with. I'll agree with Ruben this time. It is a little bit aggressive on my part. But what I'm saying to you is, everybody has come to this show and like bled for this show, and you 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 messing around with a little pinprick. So I'm sitting here going, bro, bro, this is your show, no doubt. But I mean, if you go back and listen to last week's show, you come on, man. This dude put it out there. I mean, he he had me a little like. I mean, my eyes was kind of like, oh snap! You gonna have me going Wrong back? Man, to what, you gonna have me going back listening to what I said because I don't remember being that deep. It kind of was <laughs> because you said something that well, based on what you said, you said something that your mother didn't even know. Oh well, yeah, that's true though, man. That's that's, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, man, you you, you better. Uh, I don't know what you're gonna do. Look, I'm man. Just saying. It, there'll be a time in this show where everybody's bearing their soul. It just so happens mine ain't came yet. But oh, when it came, which, which, when is again, cra- which is crazy, it's the five minute warning with Ruben Brown. But let's talk about everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> now I do respect uh, the hustle. Are you are you, are you the, the Wendy Williams of your own podcast, man? Uh, that just means I'm good at what I do. <laughs> wow! If that's if that's how you took that comparison, hey man, cool. I didn't well, you know the thing is. Well, don't compare least... me to Wendy Williams. That's just terrible. Well, the, yeah, there is comparison between you and Wendy Williams. Both of y'all pee standing up. So just saying. Oh, oh. Don't we all do that? Uh, no. You mean you mean all three of us? Yeah. Yeah, I mean usually. Are you talking, are you talking about the whole human population? No, I'm pretty sure there's like 51% that don't. I mean, yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> us on the screen. I, the whole Wendy Williams thing, I'm not even touching that. That's not nope. You want to touch that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Nope, there there are limits over here. You know, I got you, you got pl- you got plenty of limits. You don't you don't ever go. Um, you you know you're the most politically correct person I've ever known to have a podcast, man. You you are the safest podcast host in the world. Thank well, you. you know that's not necessarily <laughs> true. You know what? All you have to do is bring up education. If you bring up education, that's true. He gets a little heated. He gets a little heated oh, about yeah. that every time. That I mean, or or different flavored peeps. Different yes, flavored peeps. that's a one time a year thing, guys. Dude, and, every, and every time you apparently like, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. yeah, but we don't talk. Actually, not Winnie the Pooh. More Christopher Robbins. Like I think you really because he's a he's a dick. I mean, I don't know. Neither it is. 
<laughs> I mean, and, and people can just be so, mad at it. I don't care. So, so you we can just we, be mad at it. We have my five topics that are supposed to give the audience insight to who we are. And the only thing that can elicit cursing out of you is Christopher Robbins. First of all, <laughs> no, actually, that was not a curse word. Well, uh, you're you're right. I guess, I guess you can say dick. Yes. Oh, okay. I can, That's true. I can say dick. I mean, if you want me to go to penis, I can do that. That's just, I mean, but I'm trying to get out of the little politically correct realm that you have me in. Man, so, you know. I, I don't have you in it. I, yeah, mean, bro, I, I, I didn't put you in it. Hey, no, you just said it. Don't, don't go blaming me for your conservative um, podcast hosting skills. Wow. And look, man. Hey, I'm not going to front. I'm very PC. You know, until it comes to certain things. And certain things get me a little riled up. You know? Print, principal PC. I mean, you say what you want. <laughs> but, but you know, I, it could have been worse because I could have been arrested by being in my car naked. I mean, I guess that is a good transition. What, how do you get... Anyway. So, like, I mean, let's just start this off, you know, just bear the truth, y'all. This Las Vegas news anchor was arrested because she was found sleeping in her parked car naked. And she don't know how she got there. I mean, I have so many questions. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so like, many questions, man. <laughs> like, for, first of all, like when you look at her mugshot picture, it's like yeah. she got clothes on. What's she getting? Yeah, from? it's like it's, well, the it, cop gave it to the gave her the clothes. I'm not, I'm not talking about that, but it's like her facial expression, man. It's like she been here before, man. Like. Like I feel like this ain't the first time she's been arrested, man. That that smirk says, "Yeah, I've been here before." No, well, no. the article probably would have told you that because the article's well, all about giving they're giving out dirt, right? Well, that's yeah, but that's not why she looked like that. She looked like that because she's used to being in front of a camera. That's true. That's true. But I, I feel like at some point in time you gotta turn it off. And like when you're drunk in your car, naked, parked, and you don't know how you got there, that's the time to turn it off. Like. I mean, she didn't know how think, she got there. So you think maybe she didn't turn it off because she's still a little, a little toasted, or what do you think? Maybe. No. Okay. For those of y'all don't know, um, she did make comments about this. Like, I think she made them on the air. Well, she and apologized. She, yeah, and then she new. said she would learn from this experience. Please tell me how you gonna learn from something you don't remember. I got nothing. And then, <laughs> and, and and then, like, you know, first of all, there, there's so many different things. Like, all right. Mildly attractive female. I'm gonna say mildly because I don't want to sexualize it, but attractive female found naked in her car, drunk, passed out, don't know how she got there. The first thing I thought was all bad. Like, like, um, this might have not been a good thing. Like, does she it might not be good that she don't remember because that mean might mean something had gone horribly awry. The second thing is I was like, or maybe this news anchor is like the most lit news anchor ever. And she got like six shots in and was like, you know what? Who wants Woo! it? <laughs> and Let's go that, streaking. And third of all, I was thinking, yeah, I want to kick it with her. Because apparently she goes hard. Yeah, all the way in. If you find like, yourself naked in the car, you don't remember. Yo, she all the way goes hard. Not just naked in the car. Like It'd be one thing if they found her clothes in the car. It was just her. Yeah, her clothes, her car. It's not, it's not like the clothes was in the car with her or the clothes is in the trunk. Like, so either she got left in her car naked, or either she got in the car naked. That's what I was thinking. 
She just, I mean, maybe she lost a strip poker and just let bump it. I'm a, I got to go back home and get some more money. I don't know. But yeah, if you don't have any clothes in the car, they find you sleep in your car butt naked. And it's like, it's a whole lot of places your mind can go. You know, the funny thing about this is that she looks this- like Kyle Pratt. <laughs> Why are you doing that to Kyra Pratt, man? Because she does look like her. She does. I mean, yeah, but like that's still her. messed up. That's so messed up. Is it? But yo, this woman lived out the movie Walk of Shame. She was a news anchor and she got real drunk. The only difference was she had clothes on. Well, the, the, the movie had clothes on. She did not. And she woke up in her car and she didn't, I mean, find any drugs. And on top of all that, I thought it was interesting that the cops gave her a solid because her blood didn't get tested. She did wow. not submit the blood testing. And I'm just kind of like, hold on, bro. If you don't know how you got naked in your own car, you but might want to submit something to test well, it. Might, it might be a tricky subject, though, because if the key wasn't in the ignition, technically she wasn't driving. And it wasn't like she was in the middle of the road. She was in a parking lot. Yeah. So, so I mean, I guess I guess it could get kind of sketchy on that. But you you said that movie, the movie I was thinking that she did she pulled a reverse players club, like because she was a stripper that became a news anchor. Did she go news anchor to stripper? I mean, <laughs> you know, I just, I mean, and she only she got a thousand dollar fine and she was ordered to take driving lessons. Hold on, player, what is driving lessons gonna do if you drunk the, naked in your car? The, the driving lesson thing is hilarious though, like. I mean, what did she get a point for being? Is, is the first point? lesson? Is the first lesson is all right before you get in the car, you have to be clothed. <laughs> but do you have to be? I mean, the only thing you have to have, based on what my mom used to tell me, is you have to wear shoes. Technically, though, might be a little optional. Technically, though, that is called indecent exposure if you're not wearing clothes in your car, which is interesting. She did not get arrested for that. She just got arrested for they didn't say. <laughs> I think this is one. Oh, of the I'm time. sorry. She was charged with reckless driving with a disregard for the safety of a person or properly. If she so she wasn't moving. There was no key in the ignition. How do you get reckless driving if you're not moving? I Man, guess I they said know. you had to get out here. <laughs> well, eventually uh, you had to go home. So yeah, you you had to get out here. I mean, yo, man, and then you know. I'll man, give these, her credit. These some insensitive ass cops, man. This chick got robbed naked in her car and left, and they trying to arrest her. And all she, she had was her innocent. keys. She's innocent, man. She had no phone. She had nothing. She just had keys. And they were just like thousand dollar fine. Well, you know, she didn't get shot. How about that? That's a plus. I, I still don't understand the blood thing now. I would have got my blood tested. Like even, at least after the fact, I understand probably not getting it in there because they probably could have dropped some more stuff on her. But I mean, that's something that she needs to do on her own third party. Like yeah, you said. yeah, yeah. I was about to say, you think she don't know she was drunk? Like I don't think she needed to get her blood alcohol test and see if she's drunk. Well, so. I don't. Not necessarily for that, but you know, she might got the clap or something. See, he went. We don't there. know. How, we you, don't know you, how clean you, it was. You went all the way there. Like you didn't. You didn't uh-huh. take any detours. You just. I'm just saying, you naked in the car, man. Of all the possibilities, you went with a clap. You like, didn't. You didn't go rape kit. 
you didn't go you went you went straight to the std like you just i mean they didn't say she had a condom with her really they also they, no also, didn't, they also didn't say she had sex <laughs> but how do they know you don't know by looking but if you look at that mugshot it looked like something went down see now we gotta change subjects because now you you gonna have to be on the island all by yourself now I was trying to intentionally not sexualize the situation. I'm and you not sexualizing. No, how was that see, not? Because, man, like you said, it could have been a, a it could have been an involved rape or something like that. Man, that comment you that made that did not scream anything about being sensitive to rape. You said she might have a clap. <laughs> she might have a clap. Really? Come on, when, man. When do you want to know? There's nothing in this article or her face or anything like it that screams rape or the clap nothing nothing really you're clapping i mean my light didn't turn off so you know what what you want what yeah this is <laughs> we we we've already especially me been accused of being sexist up here so i'm just gonna um and it's so strange that i haven't yet that's so yeah I'm, I'm just gonna let you I know right i'm just gonna let you ride that out ruben that's, all i'm saying all is you know now i'm getting now i'm getting stuff What's well, the thing is with the irony? The irony with me is the fact that <laughs> you went straight to clap, but then you upset with me because I said Wendy Williams be standing up for real. Come on, man. I mean, Dre from VA. I am glad to be back, bro. Thank you. I, at least I was. At least I was direct about it. Wait a minute. Okay, Ruben has been dragging it down with his indef- indefensible arguments. What has happened? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think he's sleeping. <laughs> he wasn't even here last week. Apparently, he heard something. I mean, he can hear a lot of things. I'm about to say, you know, we do have this thing called podcasts where we actually put these things out every week. I'm pretty sure yeah. you're the one that drops it. And it's on Spotify, iHeartRadio. I heard it on Pandora. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're in a lot of places. So he didn't have to necessarily be tuned in live. First of all, heard. first of all, you did not listen to it on Pandora. Why are you lying? You want me to pull visual proof that I have? Because I I just wanted to verify that it was there. Oh, okay. But did you listen to the show? <laughs> I mean, I listened to like 20 seconds of it to verify that it was us. <laughs> but oh, no, I, I, if I listen, I listen on Spotify. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you know, because we, we got those people out there, man, who, who want to be us. So, Well, Dre from VA said what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas until it's on hit social media which is that's, that's really right hard. dre technically was here too so that's right i remember that man he's and he he keeping score your arguments man let's move on i mean <laughs> you know those who can't create a podcast so ruben up here tim scotton yo first of all you know what first of all <laughs> first of all <laughs> <to> do that. <laughs> You know what, man? Hold on, hold on for a second. Nope, hold on for a second. Okay, I okay. need, I need to. This is one of those few times in life that I need to be demonstrative of my powers of this being my show. Which gonna, says this is your gonna, show. You we're gonna mute. We're gonna show. mute him for a second. You mute you. Yeah, I muted him because how dare he call me that guy. Now he's unmuted. That dude. So, man, yo, I talked oh, to my way, dad uh, about Tim Scott, yo. My thing is this. I don't this awesome. is what I want to say about this dude. That's so funny. Man, <laughs> Tim Scott won't. They won't let him in the city. Man, the right person. How in the world are you gonna say 
that there's no racism when you've been pulled over multiple times for being black. And the only reason that it didn't turn into something else that it probably should have and could have is because they figured out who you were. That is the only reason, man. Man, I'm going to let y'all go into him before I go into him because I ain't got nothing to say about him. I mean, it, look, the dude, <laughs> I look, hey, I've been wanting to say this for like a week. The dude has been cooning. He going to be cooning. Ain't nothing else to talk about. He well, tapped he in, I mean, he tap dancing for the man. He got like, he got a Broadway show. So it's just like, why? Why are we even talking about somebody like this? See, that's, this is the dude. This is the kind of dude that I was talking about when I said the difference between JV and varsity. This is the kind of dude. This is what I'm talking about because he fake as hell. Come on, man. What else you going to say about a dude like that? I mean, Moby got plenty of stuff, I'm sure. But I'm just I mean, saying. Jeff Scott's his specialty, so. Uh, why, why you got to be my special, man? He's just a live action ver- version of Uncle Ruckus. That's it. Live action ver- version of Uncle Ruckus. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Those people don't know who Uncle Ruckus is. You got to watch Boondocks. You need to watch Boondocks then. Man, that's that's harsh, man. Uncle Ruckus. I mean, fake eyeball and everything. That's about right. He's got got Revialago. What's that? (laughs) It's the opposite of what Michael Jackson had. He thinks he was white once upon a time, and this disease has turned him black. I just, I just, I just can't with this dude, man. I just can't. I mean, I see, I can't. I get him. Like, huh? I get him. I, I, I finally get it. Like, he's just the most optimistic, hopeful version of a coon ever. Like, because he's he's convinced that if he says enough of these things for these white folk, that they're gonna let him in. Like, like he—he's he, yeah, he's a dude tap dancing outside, hoping these white people are gonna let him in their VIP, and he don't know they are gonna let him in the VIP when they leave because they don't tell his ass to clean up, because he's always just gonna be the help to them. That's why they rolled his ass out there to respond to Biden and say, "Hey, we need to let the help handle this. Go out there and tell, go out there and tell all the white people how racism doesn't exist. You're black. What can they combat it with?" Hey, this is a black guy saying racism doesn't exist. And by the way, I completely, completely respect that hustle because you. How can you defend it? It's like Moby said. How can you defend that? If you black and you saying it's racist out here, and then you have an accomplished black man saying it's not. Excuse, excuse me, an accomplished black man saying it's not. What you gonna say? I got a lot to say about that. I mean, I mean, apparently America is not a racist country. I, I don't know when this happened. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's the tipping point. Maybe he, maybe he thinks he can take it back. Like maybe if I just, he's speaking it into power. America is not racist. Okay. All right. So. So what's your take on this, Ruben? Go ahead. Oof. I know you want to hold it back. What's, what's my about? take on this? So first of all, usually for those I assume everybody who listens to knows politics and understands politics. But if you don't, usually what happens is when the president speaks, the other side usually does a rebuttal. Usually that person is someone who wants to put their name and stuff out there because they want to run for president and they want the world to know the country to know who they are. Rubio did it a couple once um, and a whole bunch of other people did it. 
So, Tim Sky never talked about running for president ever in life. He might have thought it, but he ain't told nobody. So, what made it weird was he did the rebuttal. Now, with that being said, he is one of two black senators in the in the Senate. The other one is the Reverend from Atlanta, which I'm pretty sure after the Reverend Atlanta heard that, he prayed for him for an extremely long time. So he contradicted himself a couple times, which kills me to, to no end. So first of all, he is upset with those people on social media. Okay, why are we upset with the social media people? Because we already know that those are the thumb thuggers and the text message gangsters and the 140 character killers. And who gives a crap about what they say? Because they're not going to say it to your face. So it is what it is. So he's mad that they called him Uncle Tim. I thought about that. And I was like, didn't we uncle? Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so that was funny. And then he was like, they called me the N-word, too. We talked about the N-word about a month ago. It means black person. Are they really wrong? You take it how you feel. Well, it's also a negative statement. You got you can't just say it's a black True. person. It's a True. negative connotation for a black person. Well, I mean. Which yeah. I feel I feel like. I, 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 to be honest, I feel like somebody, I feel like if another black person calls Tim Scott the N-word, he should take it as a compliment, because that's like the only time he's ever going to be acknowledged as black. <laughs> and it's funny that it's, no, I can't tell you how much I've missed that particular. <laughs> and it's funny that you say that, because he said that they are attacking the color of my skin. And I'm thinking to myself, he just hey, have any racism doesn't that, that sound like this word yeah. Racism. yeah but then I was just like hey thanks for joining the rest of us you know what I'm saying and then the greatest thing I think that he said that quote their America and my America aren't the same America if in fact they think that discriminating is the fastest way to end discrimination okay first of all I don't know if I want to necessarily be part of your America because that shit looks weird. <laughs> now, it's probably like all rainbows and crap. And then, you know, you go to a place where they, um, they, they, uh, what's, what is it called? They plant, they want grass to go and they put Gatorade on it. So, one of those things. I, like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about, man. Like, you could have, clearly he didn't write it. Somebody else wrote it. And he read it. I disagree with you, man. He ain't, he, yo, he ain't new to this. He true to this, man. Like he he he. I don't know if he believes it, but he knows that he knows what to say to keep these white folks shoving yeah, them out there but, to the forefront. But I guess man. what I'm saying. And I guess I mean, what I'm, I'm, saying I'm just hoping at the end of the day, man, he gets the, he gets the great prize of being able to sit at the table with these white people. Maybe they can talk to him about they white Jesus, and maybe he be accepted by. You know, all the thing. You know, maybe you'll get accepted into the the, the the what the golf club they have, and you know, all, all the all the things that you know most of us don't ever get to go to. He gets to enjoy it. Therefore, racism doesn't exist. And I mean, I guess racism doesn't exist when you're the symbol of Coonan. 
Because well, I mean, they they need a mascot, and we got one. Tim Scott. I mean, Moco Cowboy says he's pulling the full Rafael Cruz. Yeah, <laughs> another dude that Moby hates. Got what do they have in common? Yeah, you can figure that out for yourself. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know what they have in common? They tap dancing for white folk. And Raphael, it Raphael is so down for the team white that he wants them to call him Ted just because his name sounds too Hispanic. Truth. <laughs> you, can't do, you can't do anything with the last name, but he sure can't do something. With it. Yeah. But then in the article, it really came down to the nitty-gritty. It, I think part of it was about the social media stuff, but really the part of it is about the dude from the Washington Post who wrote an article on him, did an article on him, and he's upset that he went back and checked, you know, to make sure it was legit. So, so fact checking—that's that's what we hope the media does for everybody when they do a story. Yeah. So, and like this is why I'm not saying that this ain't legit. I can understand why this reporter is like, yeah, I need to double check this because he said that, you know, his grandfather, who was born in 1921, you know, owned land. Awesome. And apparently, you know, he's like, just because he owned land, that don't mean we were privileged. But then he was like, well, mom grew up in the projects. All right. What happened between her her dad owning land and her growing up? them growing up in a project it's like this huge gap of what happened now something bad could have happened he could have lost it whatever but he's questioning a dude for doing his fact checking because you left like this big gap of stuff out not that he should tell his whole story but I mean, he can't be mad if he's like yeah is it a big gap because i mean even the most affluent black person in america is probably just one or two generations from being impoverished very true. Very true. <laughs> but I mean, not- <laughs> if, that's, if that's true, which it probably is, why be upset? Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, to me, that means that's why it didn't make sense. Because, I mean, like AG, I think it's a fair statement. Our grandfather has land. Our yep. grandfather was born sometime around then. Yep. And we, the, the land is still in the family. It Once is. again, I understand something could have happened. And he didn't explain but he can't he shouldn't be mad that yeah he should be mad if you're trying to control the narrative and you can't because somebody found something else that debunks it so just saying well yeah but i guess what i'm saying is he's mad because the dude went fact checking and he didn't find anything i mean because it's i would think it'd be difficult to find something like that but still it's like or it was all true so hence you know the fact checking was checked off like all right well, cool it's it's true grandfather owned land and mom grew up in the projects but i guess what i'm saying is why did mom live with her dad like you know it's questions and i could understand why he did it but he took it as a personal offense and i'm because he's black and i'm just like no he's just like doing his job because once I, again tim scott lives in a perpetual state of people questioning his blackness so i get it he's a little hypersensitive to it once again which is also why when they said they were calling him the, black people calling him the n-word i'm like dog you should be like thank you like at least you're at least you know at least you yeah. know like even though i'm out here saying all this dumb shit at least you still know they really think i'm black 
I have won, Mama. I have won. I mean, so, and then on top of it, the thing that made me really just throw up at the end was when he was like, yeah, you know, he's me with George Floyd's family this week. He is? Bruh. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. And, and, see, and he, I was he, like, you just said that there's no racism in this country. Yeah, they might cancel that. <laughs> and, see, and, and see, here's the problem, man. Like, if we're going to be 100% even-handed and honest, like, Tim Scott has been at, like, the forefront of police reform police reform and prison reform like he's actually been one of the people in the room talking about these things but it's like it's so weird that you're in there trying to fight for these things however you're saying america's not racist so you're literally fighting a ghost according to you then yeah because because police reform and prison reform is really a lot about racism so if you're going to say you're trying to fight that, but then you're going to say America's not racist, so what are you out here doing? You out here trying to reform ghosts? I'm telling you, man, controlling the narrative is really important for people like him. It's really important for the base that he represents. And anything that, if you asked him that right now, he might get a little up. He might get a little upset with you. Yeah, I'm, he would. You know, because it doesn't go with his narrative. Not at it all. Doesn't. Because what you're actually saying, which we all knew, He's a walking contradiction in the worst way. So, and for him to say there's no racism, dog, you live in South Carolina, the, <laughs> the state that flew the stars and bars forever until like three or four years ago. It took it took a chick climbing a pole. Yeah, to grab, to grab it down. yeah I mean, I'm like, and you said there's no like I don't even understand. That's bringing it home, man. We brought up Players Club, strippers, and a pole. Boom! Tell us we're so good. good. <laughs> and we talked about women peeing standing up. Ain't that cool, man? Man, you got you yeah, we are the most versatile podcast that only five people listen to. <laughs> oh, stop it, man! Ten. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, ten. But but no, nah, man. It's just it's to me. It's just you can't talk. He's talking from both sides of his mouth, his butt, and his pee pee, and it's like. Bruh, did like you say PP. I did stop. We got moved. Okay, Bianca was like, Isn't South Carolina where the church incident happened to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, but there's no race. The, 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 the church incident, the um, the military officer attacking the black happened. kid. Yeah, not about that. <laughs> and I mean, you know, you don't even have to go that far. It's like, hey man, stars and bars flying strong. The police officer in Bruh. Columbia shooting the officer of shooting the dude that was trying to get his wallet as, as he asked him to get the wallet. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, South Carolina's got um, a pristine reputation for um, we hate niggas. Like they got. A... <laughs> I mean, is that their state symbol now? I mean, that could be their state motto. It's I just mean, a bit. It's just a big N circle around it and a slash. And, but and I thought we're just, using. I thought we're using Tigger. We're not using Tigger anymore. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't think South Carolina up on slang like that. Okay. And do they really deserve for us to clean You know, that that's up a good point. They do not deserve that. That's right. Niggas is good. <laughs> you just say, niggas is good over there. <laughs> that's how it sounded. It was kind of funny. I know exactly what I, I know exactly what I was saying. Niggas is good. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just, I mean, yeah, man, I can't, I can't with that guy. And I think he goes up for re-election. Um, this year, so it'll be real interesting how 
They'll the vote people there. He's, he's a shoe in. Don't even worry about it. It's nothing to talk about. Because I we mean, all thought that about Lindsey Graham, and guess what happened with him? Well, no, but here's here's the difference. The okay. difference is that you have a black man already in the seat. I mean, why wouldn't you find some white dude to try to try to go against him? I mean, really? The base the base he represents is strong. Yeah, and strong That's what? Crazy? Had. No, it doesn't, man. See, you're missing the whole. You're missing the game. And, and but but basically, he actually motivates more white people to vote and that's exactly what i meant that's what i brought that's why i brought up lindsey grant he motivates more white people to vote because they're like yo as long as we can keep this dude in we can always roll him out there for racist issues exactly oh, i mean that's your that's your trump card why would you even let basically, that basically tim scott got the ultimate job security all you gotta Absolutely. do is stay black and and stay oblivious to it all at the same time and you have a job forever. And do your dirt in the shadows. Truth. He ain't even got to do dirt. Like, well, no, he, uh, no, no, he can't do dirt. He can't do that. He's no, got to no. stay pristine as he is. Let me let me explain why I mean by dirt. Okay. I mean like police reform and all that. Because you got to do that in the shadows. You can't be all out. No, but that works with out. That. that works out. No, they need him out in the front. That way they can. That way the base can say, "Hey, we do care about these issues." It's exactly. the liberal left lying about us. Look at Tim Scott. Look how look how that black guy gets it. Exactly. Yeah, he's. It was funny that you know, he was on Fox and Friends talking about intolerance, and I was kind of just like, "What? <laughs> like, really? Which you're talking about intolerance but man, on Fox ba- and Friends? Ba- basically, yes. Tim Scott is literally just like the test subject. Like, if they got a, some new rhetoric they want to try out, let him say it because he's black." So, you know, we don't care. Like, let him roll with it. I mean, I guess... I'm telling you, man, you're not seeing the forest for the trees with this No, guy. no, I see the forest for the trees. Okay. Don't try to apply I, logic to this I thing, just think man. it's stupid. Exactly. Man, it's you, stupid. Bro, you've got to stop. Genius, man. Stop oversimplifying things with stupid, man. It's Dang. not stupid. It's brilliant. You're stupid because you don't get the brilliance. No, I <laughs> do get the brilliance. It's just didn't, sad. Didn't acknowledge it. Didn't acknowledge it's just, it, it's just, man. It's just it's sad. sad. It's sad how much you got to sell your soul for the other things that you want. Because when I, it's all said, it's not. When it's all KBI, said, KBI done, goes right though. Niggas yeah, that would good. Good, good good some merch. Like, niggas is good. Yeah, that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> you don't want to do that? No, definitely Come, not. You, what, you, about you, what about you, me? What about me? You, you no. know, politically correct dude over here cannot put that on a t-shirt. No I'm way. surprised he even repeated it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dang man, I feel hey, like money was <laughs> money was laughing at that. He's eating money saying niggas is good. Laugh out loud. I mean, dang, man. Just because I just choose to use my vernacular differently. Vernacular? I mean, really? See, see, Three-syllable words? Really? Hey, man. Well, you used to do an SAT word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't try to use one of them, them big people words to act like we don't recognize that really it's just you don't want to be saying these things because you don't want nobody to have no static with you. I mean, but you, he, I guess the thing about it is it's one thing to talk you're, like you're that. You're Swiss, man. You're neutral, man. I mean, I, and I'm on some things I am, and there's some things I'm not. Well, you know? no, no, no. You're not neutral on most things, but you will you will die on that hill to preserve the appearance of it. 
Once again, <laughs> it depends what it is, man. I mean, I feel like I can I can get my point across without using that word, and I'm fine with that. I True. mean, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. And and to me, that's I like how you brought talent. it back to this. I like how you brought it back to this word. I'm not talking about this word. I'm talking about your viewpoints in general. But you, if you you know you keep you keep doubling down on this word. And just as I said before, you Tim Scotting it on me right now. Come on, keep wow. keep, keep, doubling, keep doubling it down. Wow. Doubling it down. Okay. Okay. See, when we turn around, we put each other down, and that's our problem. See, I like what you did right there too. You did it again. You doubled down on your Tim Scott. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bianca wants to put it on a mug. I bet he can make it. Hey, you know what we could do though? Tiggers is good. I'm not putting that on shirt. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. It's so funny to see your face like that. I mean, it's just it's not it's not what I do. I mean, Tim, is it Tim Scott? Literally the the Tigger of the Senate? No, there too. I mean, I mean, well, I don't think the preacher's a tigger. I'm pretty sure he's not. I mean, but we don't really know. So the most wonderful things about tiggers is he's the only one. But he's not the only one. He he kind of is. I mean, <laughs> he he, he kind of is. I mean, he's not the only black person in the Senate, though. I'm just surprised we got this much mileage out of something that's not worth talking about. Oh no, we were getting mileage. Oh, out of we, this. we were stretching that. that oh that yeah, was, you best believe this. That was, was a happening. filler right there. Okay. Because I mean, I can't come be on, like, man. I'm dying right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Tim I, Scott. Actually, is, I thought he was the only the black, black Republican. No, Senator. Warnick. Warnick got voted in by Georgia. We forgot about Warnick because I thought he was too. But Raphael Warnick is a senator. The Reverend, Reverend Raphael Warnick is a senator in Georgia. Remember they did that whole revoting in Georgia for that. Yeah. For him and the other dude, yeah. I mean, so sure. there too, there too. I, I mean, look, man, George is still in the country. Oh man, so this ticket got a cousin. Nah, I think yeah, he's a distant cousin that he don't talk to. They ain't that far <laughs> away from each other. South Carolina and Georgia border, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure the reverend's probably just like, nah, I'm not gonna associate myself with that ticket. Not happening. Not happening. So, wow, it's my five time. It is. I'm here. I'm ready for these questions. I mean, y'all allowed to ask me anything. You're right. You come on. First of all, you say what you want to say. Mo B's liable to ask me anything because Ruben's going to ask me some safe questions. I mean, you you know, you can depend on your cousin. You know, you can depend on (laughs) cuz. I mean, (laughs) like, I don't understand what's not what's what's not safe, like. I don't, I don't, what's a not safe question? Something super personal? I mean, I, mean, I, I don't do super personal. I still got, I yes, still got holidays we, and stuff. We, to do. we are all aware of that. You do not do super personal on your own podcast. I mean, I do personal. <laughs> I be giving it myself, but you know, y'all don't when, when? Y'all don't appreciate what I give it myself. So whatever. The, the we two really things, don't. Two things. That's, that's a true statement. Your, your weight loss journey. That you opened yourself up to the world on that. Hey, yeah. big ups. And and your dog fear. And the month that I the month I did keto. I mean, I, wasn't that kind of part of the weight loss? Uh, uh, that's a different thing. You trying to break it off? Oh, that's trying to you trying to break off denominations of Christianity Ruben. now? I'm still fat, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Ruben plays the character Ruben. I'm on the same. You're not getting nothing different from over here. Oh, God. 
You and Tommy, man. The same, the same, same name in every movie. Rest in peace, Tommy. What? He's not with us anymore. Y'all. I realize that, but just thinking about Tommy on, on, yeah, it's just funny. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just, he's taking me back to that. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, all right, we got to get into this my five. So, Ruben, I mean, can you explain to my five before we? So, all right. So, what happened was happened last was. week, last week we put out a thing saying, hey, we want our fans to do our my five. So, we got one, we got one. And we have decided to push that back a little bit later till it gets a little bit more. Um, what's the word I want to use? Um, safe out in these streets. Yeah, safe out here. <laughs> it's never going to be safe, really. <laughs> yeah, well. And in but, fact, we need a bigger boat. So come on. I mean, so we're going to, I haven't forgotten Dre, and we have it down because you, you did it last week. So it's going to come up. But for the next couple of weeks, we're going to take a deep dive into us three. So basically what's going to happen is each week, the other two will ask that person questions. All right. Now, as Moby talked about earlier, you know, they're questions that either we want to know or whatever. I don't know how personal these things are going to get, but we'll see. We digging deep, man. Let's dig, I mean, let's dig deep. Sure. Yeah, dig deep. So this week. We're doing AG. Next week, we're doing MoB. And the third week, hell's going to break loose because it's all going to be me. That might be the greatest watch episode ever. Why? So we can see you tap dance around the questions? All day. And man, I'm not about to. I'm not about to sit here and watch you coon. I'm just gonna put my questions on the screen and leave it. Why you got to be cooning, man? That's kind of harsh, man. I know, right? See, this is the, this is the shit I get. Oh, yes! You made him curse. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right, we good now. <laughs> you, realize, you realize he's been baiting you for like 40 minutes. I mean, right? I know, <laughs> Sometimes you just got to get the people what they want, man. Just like Jalen Jacoby, got to get the people what they want. Jesus. So the first question is, AG, this is something yes, I don't even know. So okay. I, it is something I've actually wondered. How did you decide on your political affiliation? Oh, I mentioned that on the show all the time or, you know, before my my affiliation with the Republican Party comes from just core values. And then when I realized my core values lined up, what I what I thought their core values were on the surface, at least they still are. um, It's like personal responsibility. And that's what it boils down to, I think, to some degree we can all succeed to where we want to succeed. We just got to put in work. Now, again, that's all things being equal. That does not count glass ceilings. That does not count subtle racism. That doesn't count any of the things that are actually there that people can argue that's not. But it sounded like everything my parents ever taught me. And for the most part, I live my life based on everything my parents ever taught me. So really, that's where that comes from. Now, Especially, especially starting with President Obama, it changed because, and I know people hate this. I don't really understand why they hate it, but I just started. I was more woke, so I'll say this: I could see a little bit better because it was brought to my attention. Because President Obama uncovered a lot of stuff that wasn't on the forefront because it didn't have to be. Because, like, 
why say you winning when you win it? If you're the champ, you don't need to wear the belt. So it really wasn't out there. But when you put a black man, a serious black man, and I already knew he was a serious candidate because of his uh, background in Chicago politics, and I understand Chicago politics in particular. So I was, I was thinking to myself, I'm sitting here going, this dude came out of Chicago, was a senator. This is for real. And when everybody else figured it out, that's when I was like, wow, it's like that. So the last two, no, I actually said last three elections, I voted Democrat because what I believe in is bigger than the party. So that's it. I know it sounds really convoluted, but the bottom line for me was it's all based on my my um, my core values. But a lot of things that are happening now are also my core values. So there it is. I might be card carrying, but yeah, no, these these fools crazy because the, the at the end of the day. I They look at me like Tim Scott. And that's the truth of the matter. And what makes it worse, I'm married to a white woman. That does not make my situation better. It makes it worse because I look like what they think that I that they think that I want to be. Or they no. I look like what they want me to be. And they're gonna get their feelings hurt. But at the end of the day, I kind of look like I'm tap dancing. Absolutely. I won't deny that. The way I sound, what I believe in on the surface, the things I won't say until it's brought up, all those things matter. And that's why when Moby says don't oversimplify things because it's not stupid, I always agree because the bigger picture is they think I'm Tim Scott. I am not, but the outer layer says that I am. So there's definitely a division there, but it's hard to see. And I get why people are upset with me or they don't like me or whatever. I get that. But that's the story. It all started with aligning with my core values. But being black and not seeing this, you're an idiot if you don't see it. You just are. Now, the, maybe you don't see the level of intensity. Like in, in my case, you don't see the level of intensity. But, dude, they hate you. And if they had a chance, they'd kill you. And if you're doing well and you mind your business, they're going to come get you. And I have to be able to juggle all those things. So if you ask me about should they pay off my student debt, one part of me is like, no, I made the bill. I signed the paper. I knew exactly what I was doing. There's nothing unfair about this. And there's another part of me that's like, I can be mad. Because you shouldn't be just giving people money willy nilly that, ha that, has, that has a minor or a major that can't pay for that loan ever. So there is, it's a two-sided thing. So that's the full answer to that question. And it's convoluted because it is convoluted. Well, I mean, my question is going to be a softball question compared to that. But I'm really curious. Um, how did you get into NASCAR? And, like, was there an influence to get into NASCAR? Was there somebody around you that was a fan of NASCAR? Or was that just something you grew into on your own? That's a good question because my – <laughs> my experience with racing was being in the child seat and my dad racing, which I didn't know that because I can't remember that. But he used to drag horse to me constantly. My mom used to hate it, man. Oh, my. And then when I came home with a broken lip, oh, that wasn't cool at all. So there was that. Um, didn't know that. Always, huh? Didn't know that. Yeah, that was a thing. 
<laughs> you see, because that's the weird thing. Because like I'm not at all into NASCAR or Indy, but as a kid, I was heavy in the drag racing. I love drag racing. You know what I'm saying? I used to, you know, me and my cousin and his dad be at the track and Hopewell. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, I was I, I love drag racing. So I was just always curious, like how did you get into NASCAR? So well, this, first of all, drag racing represents us better. So yeah. black people being in drag racing does not shock me because whether it's Prudhomme uh, or whether it's uh, just the, the the really high concentration of brown people, black and brown people in general, it's not a it's not. I can't say it's an all white sport. Like especially when you were growing up, when I was growing up, especially. It was always diverse or diverse enough. Uh, and nowadays you have women. Yeah, drag race is never going to really kind of um, be kind of ill like NASCAR is with diversity. But really, going back to the NASCAR thing, I work at Ford. That's a big factor. For me, it was because when you work at Ford, racing is everything. How we do on the track on Sunday really does matter if we have jobs for real maybe not as much now but certainly back in you know the 50s 60s 70s 80s that's a real thing so the racing is a big part of our job just day to day even if we don't make race cars obviously i made trucks but still it's a for the brand so one day i'm in the locker room and a friend of mine was like yo man you ever been to a race no because i really didn't feel comfortable so I never really thought about it. It wasn't, it was conscious, but not, it wasn't that big of a deal. So it's like, yeah, no, I haven't never been to a race before, but I was watching it and I was aware. And so he's like, man, I got a ticket, man. I got an extra ticket. Why don't you come along with me? I was like, uh, okay, I'm on me. So I went, it was nerve wracking because, you know, you see, as Ruben says all the time, you see in the stars and bars everywhere. So that was a little nerve wracking. But what I did notice is the people are pretty nice. Race never comes up. And I got, you know, and I, after about, you know, at Richmond, lap 200 people drunk still didn't come up. So it was from that standpoint, it was okay. But I will say seeing your favorite driver at the time win a race and really seeing cars like that in real life, as opposed to just seeing it on TV, if you're going to be changed, that's a changing, that's a life changing situation. And that's exactly what I that, what it did for me. At that point, I was just done. Now I did I did branch out to a Formula One, really big Formula One fan. But when you work for Ford Motor Company, it's just different. I think I probably would have felt a lot closer to Formula One if I worked for Mercedes or Ferrari or Fiat or Peugeot or whatever, but or Renault or whatever it was. But I didn't. I worked for Ford. So those two things, that path that led to me to that point. That was the combustible moment. So that's really that's that's really how that went. All right. So we all know that AG's music of choice is rock and is very very brands. How did you fall in love with that? Well, first of all, I want to say E Money went to Rockingham's first race. Where's E Money from? Petersburg, man. Yeah. Because Rockham's a long way off. I wonder how that became his first place. <laughs> Yo, that's a dope track, though. It really is. I'm sorry that I had to shut down. And that Piggly Wiggly right around the corner is kind of dope, too, when you leave because you got to go to the bathroom. But anyway, 
rock and roll was like i don't really know man it's just like i wasn't really into music other than the music my parents listened to so i was always i didn't really have any agency with that it's like whatever was on the radio was on the radio and i became familiar with everything that they were rocking with um but when i was in fifth grade it was like i heard i think it was i love rock and roll ironically enough and it was a tone it was drums it just touched me in a certain way and that and it's been that way ever since now i have a relationship with all forms of music but i wouldn't say it's a desert island at this point because i really 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 like hip-hop quite a bit but um that moment was defining because it shaped everything that i would want to do or have done from till today when i go to do a mix that's rock i already know what's going on i already know what i have to achieve same thing with hip-hop but certainly with rock and roll i know how big the guitars need to be i know how big the drums need to be i know where the vocals need to sit and that's because you have a relationship with that type of music that's really strong and it has depth so when somebody asks you to talk about it or somebody asks you to mix it or whatever it is you already know what you should get whether i get there or not is not entirely another story but i already know the same way i know hip-hop i know when i get a hip-hop raw track when i get raw tracks from a hip-hop artist it's like i already know so it's the same thing i remember like i wouldn't say sugar hill gang i realized how important it was but I would say the aggression of public enemy, them doing that thing with anthrax, that kind of set me off. That kind of set me off. But again, big vocals, big drums. And then over time, you develop a relationship with this music. And then once that happens, again, defining moment. But yeah, that, I would just say just it was a tone. It was a big guitars. It was a big drums. It was a big vocals. So and it just went on from there. Cool. Well, I'm going to go. I'm a transition from your relationship with music to um, in your own relationship, because, you know, you definitely are vocal about, you know, the difficulties of being in an interracial relationship. What were the what were the big what was the biggest change you had to do in yourself when when taking this venture, especially getting married? What, What was the biggest change that you had to personally make within it? Um, I didn't. And I'll qualify that because I know it sounds like crazy. No, I think that was a good answer. So I want I kind of wanted you just elaborate on okay. that. Okay. Well, yeah. When I, say, <laughs> when I say I didn't have to make any changes, it goes back to the JV varsity comment I made that you love so much. Because for me, I understand that I'm an Oreo to you. I understand there's a high level, depending on who you're talking to, there's a high level of betrayal that I've committed. And I realize that. And I own that. And that's fine. However, no one is going to tell me who to marry and who to put in the most important part of my earthly life. No one. So if that happened to be a white girl and I happen to betray you, it is what it is. I don't really care that much because I feel like I can be black and be married to a white woman because they're not mutually exclusive. I mean, I know that that sounds crazy to a lot of black people, but it's still true. You can be woke and be with a black person. I mean, a white girl, you can. And so 
all that stuff, it just never really mattered to me. That's a personality setup. So that was already there. So I really didn't have to go through anything because the bottom line to me was I want to be with this woman in particular. And I don't really care what you think. I understand what you think, but I don't really care what you think because I wouldn't be all up in your grill enough to, to, you know, to alter your life in a way in which is life changing. That's just not cool because I don't know your business. I don't know your spouse that well to just say something all willy nilly. So, you know, as far as what you asked me, there was no change. I was always that guy. I'm always going to do what I'm going to do. And, you know, as long as I'm not hurting anyone, it's not a vice. So I'm going to do what I'm going to do. But what if you hurt their feelings? No, I'm just <laughs> Well, I did plenty of that. I did plenty of that. So it is what it is, man. So I, I just... Uh, I just don't kowtow to people that way. No, I, I kind of knew your, what your answer was going to be. I just didn't know how how you were going to elaborate on it. So, <laughs> didn't didn't go through any changes. I think I think the thing I have learned, um, and I knew the information. The information was coming to me as you know as you grow, but I think in this relationship, I have learned that people, whatever reason that they give you, especially parents. Um, it's like it's your life because people don't like what you're doing. They don't like that kind of discomfort. They, and, I, and I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying I don't understand it. That's ridiculous. I do understand it. But for me, it's like, okay, I get that you're uncomfortable. I get that you would rather her be able to, you know, a white guy. I get that. I think you know, I think that you understand that she's taking a step down in your mind. I get all that. I think if even on your best day, you like me, but you would have rather it been someone else. But this is happening in FU. So I don't know what else to tell you. Um, I just don't think somebody should compromise themselves for other people. Not like that. Not like that. So you just you just learn that people don't like what you're doing. You learn that they hate you for what you've done and you learn that they smile on your face anyway. But you learn that people really don't like what you've done. That's the biggest thing that I had to kind of understand as a, as a real living organism, as opposed to something that's static that doesn't happen anymore. That's not true. It's just, it's just, you know, people hate it, hate it. And then you have a handful of people that dig it. And I shouldn't say that because more people kind of dig it than than we're, than the people that hate it will allow you to believe. Um, and the only th- other thing I'll say about that is just because swirly people, couples are showing up on TV doesn't mean that they actually like you. It means that they want your money. They're they're not they're not they're not one they're not one entity. They're they're different. Oh, I'm going to the Klan meeting, but we're going to get this money. And so if we need to put black people with white folks and t- together and brown people all swirling together, then that's what we're going to do. But I'm going to go to this Klan meeting because I need, you know, I need somebody pouring to me. For real. It's white power. A- Something. That's what exactly That's a full answer. You know, um, that was the biggest change where I actually really had to learn a skill is to really understand that black people don't like you because it's a betrayal. Um, wife, people are calling your wife or husband, depending on what it is, or partner, uh, Tigger lover. That's a real thing. And there are some people out there that 
they just hate you for, for what you've done. But you have to keep a balance because don't let the noise make you think it's everyone. But just be aware that 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 evil being exists and it's, a, and it's an organism. It's, it lives. So that's what I had to learn. Yeah, but America's not a racist country. So, oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, when man. I say this black kid and this white girl is playing together. I'll say that. You, you got to find one, Ruben? I do. If that's okay. I mean, it's your show. See this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you regret so far in life? Yeah, I do. Uh, plenty. Um, I regret not being more aggressive about what I wanted to do because I probably could have done it. I regret not getting more done. Because I can't really say I failed at anything. I've, I, I did not try to do a lot of things. And there's no real, there's really no such thing as trying. I think that for me, if I had been like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to fail really hard or I'm going to be successful, I think my life would turn out differently to this point. Um, but, you know, as long as you're actively changing, you know, your, your, your downfalls and your, and your shortcomings, you'll be fine. But I think when I look back at it, that's what irritates me the most about myself. That's the biggest flaw. Is I really didn't think I, I thought I could do it, but the first sign of any really hard bleeding, I backed off and just didn't get it done. Luckily, I backed off all the good things or all the things that um, really didn't mean that much to me. And I finally got back around to the stuff that matters to me. But there's a level of aggression that we all need to succeed. And uh, if you're not willing to admit that, you'll never be anything. I mean, that's that's true. Preach. Preach. All right, man. We we didn't do you too bad, did we, AG? No, actually, I want more softballs. I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to answer questions of people and want to willing to ask them uh, honestly. Uh, All right, what's the body count? No. <laughs> <laughs> really? What's the what's the body count? Where's the weirdest place? <laughs> wow. I don't know, man. Under, <laughs> under the bathroom sink, really. I mean, if I if yo, if it, well, no, time out. We not glossing over that. Under the how? What type of gymnastics was y'all doing under the bathroom sink? How did how did that even that? I thought you. This were is, this is when I do that. <laughs> ask the question again. Ask the question again. I was like, "Where's the weirdest place?" And you said under the bathroom sink. I was like, the weirdest, Whoa. the weirdest place." The weirdest. Yo, I love you. Don't even answer because I love how you looked over the shoulder as if you was like, wait a minute. I got to gotta make sure this weirdest place is with the person that I live with. I can't. Well, I can't. Actually, actually, the weirdest place is with the person I'm married to. Sure. But, sure. Good. No, no, no. No, actually, no, no. no, 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 no. I, we got you. We that got you. Actually, that is actually true. <laughs> that is actually true. But the thing is, it's like, do you want to tell it? And then she'd be mad. She'd be all right. Well, anyway, the strangest place had to be on some rocks in a jetty. You know, when I say jetty, I mean the the uh, nautical term, the jetty. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was that was, uh, and there was fireworks going off. So it was very insane. I'm gonna let you know, man. Ruben is pearl clutching over there, man. He can't (laughs) he he can't believe that the criteria just went there, man. He just. (laughs) 
<laughs> you money like good answer. <laughs> I mean, I think it was too, especially you know, it was with your wife. It was though. No, no, I know, man. You know, you, no, I, just, I, I can actually, <laughs> I can actually qualify that because it's like because actually, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself back on the hook. Remember that time you um when you we were doing the my five about I think oh. it was about like super personal things, and you took over the show. Because yours was so funny. When did I take over the show about what? You remember that time where it was a my five and it was gonna be really personal. I think I think it was five failures. And your your my five was like deep and hilarious. And so we found no need to go on. Oh yeah, that was about a month and a half ago. Right. So one of the ones that I was gonna put on there was you know banging chicks in my mom's car. Not cool. But yeah, it's not cool. No, it's not cool, man. Not cool. And then she get up the next. I mean, you clearly not the first person that no. done it. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's oh. still on retrospect. Nah, yeah, that that was that was really. Good. And I've never purposely ever disrespected my mom, but that was. Now, I'm gonna let you know right now, Ag. Yeah. That's something you got on me because I have never done that to my mom's vehicle, and so, she listens to this show, so I want her to make sure. Yes, never, <laughs> never, mom, never. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm spilling the beans to, just to give you context. I mean, and then there was one time outside. I remember that because having mosquito bites on your ass is not cool, bro. It's hard to explain. It's definitely hard to explain. Like, why your booty itch? Why your booty Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I was saying my, my initial good answer was actually truth. So. Boy, I just, Ru- Ru- Ruben is so nervous now about when we get to the questions for him now. He is over there shook. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. I mean, <laughs> scared to death, scared to look. Look, he, he can't even look. Honestly, like, Moco Cowboy <laughs> wants to know what car my mom had. She had an 83 Cutlass Supreme. Very nice. Ooh, yeah, you had room, though. At least you had room, though. Them, them 80s models cut Supreme gave you a little leg room in that well, backseat. In the 80s, they kind of shrunk them down. They ain't, I'm not talking about like oh, a deeper quarter, though. I'm not talking about like that. No, no, nah, nah, but you said 83. Yeah. I thought they didn't shrink them down to the mid-80s. No, nah, and the, the like 18, because I, and, you know, uh, ironically enough, this is a whole NASCAR e- thing. E-Money, E-Money, you cannot be a part of this this topic at all, sir. Well, he, no, <laughs> no, 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 you can, sir, you cannot be a part of this at all. No, he, no, he, he cannot. Relate. That was a typo. That didn't even matter of fact, we should delete <laughs> that. <laughs> he said, Look, hey, Boga Cowboy said noise. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Ruben. Don't worry, Ruben. They are coming. These questions are coming for you. Right, E-Money, look, hey, E Money 757 said the box style. That's what I mean. Because I remember that oh, okay. car switched over to a unified car. That was the first time they did that. And the uh, Cutlass Supreme was one of them, that in the Grand Prix for the GM people. And so in 81, they went from that huge deuce in the quarter. That's right. You're right. You're right. And they shrunk it down to like a mid-sized car. That's what my mom yeah. had. Tico, I mean, Moby, you might be talking about the LTD. See, no, nah, no. Nah, he said L81 and 80 because, um, like, when I was born, my, my mom had a 80, a 80 cut screen. It was orange. So, yeah, it was big. So, I was thinking about the, the big jump. No, like, no. Nah, nah, they had already shrunk down by the time. She probably just didn't have it. Maybe her car was a couple years old because, like in, like, in 70... 79 80 was the last year they made them that big, so yeah. Boy, Ruben, you are, it's gonna be bad for you in two weeks. <laughs> you know what? I'm Hell ready for it, though. I'm ready yeah, for you, it. you ready to not answer them? No, nah, I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer all of them. Okay, 
We, no man, it's we'll just see. Fun. I like this. I like this thing. We're gonna like peer it. pressure you. Like you won't have um, to peer pressure me. I'm I'll be ready. I'm letting you know I'm dodging all questions because I can't imagine some of the crazy stuff somebody gonna ask me. I'm dodging all of them. <laughs> I mean oh, we'll be gonna be missing. <laughs> matter, matter of fact, I just gotta let y'all know, man. I think I'm gonna get my COVID shot next um Sunday. So I might not be feeling good by the time the show starts. So well, see, I know for a fact that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, this is how this is how it's gonna go for you, Mo B. You gonna get your shot on Sunday. And what time? What time is your shot? What time is your appointment? Hey man, why are you bringing up all these details that I won't prepare in this life for? No, you you, <laughs> you hit it there. You hit it there. Uh, e money, e money, right? I, 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 we are supposed to be going on vacation, man. I forgot all about it, man. Yeah, okay, but I mean, the only thing that means is we just skip you, unless this is your last show. I mean, nah, man. Look, man. You, you, <laughs> man, you know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna dodge. I mean, people might not be happy with my answers, but I ain't gonna dodge them. Like, I ain't gonna dodge no questions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I, look, I, don't, I ain't never scared, man. I don't care. If somebody, y'all can type a comment question for me. I mean, because if I really don't want to answer it, it ain't none of y'all mother business. So I just ain't gonna answer it. But for the most part, I don't care. Who am I? Like me and the twelve other people who know about this show gonna know something about me? Like twelve other people. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I like how he puts you down a bit while he's being defensive. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm part of the show too. He he always says that I'm a part of the show too. So I mean, I guess we all have twelve fans. Moby, how many hats you got? KB Yako was asking. Boy, that's too. That, I don't know. Like, I legit don't know. I mean, because you think you wear a different hat on different, at every show. I at least have. I mean, I don't know because my daughters have kind of stole some of them, but I think in this house, there's probably at least sixty hats. I was gonna say if you got to think about it, it's too many already. It's probably that's not. It's not enough, man. I hate oh, hats, wow. man. I hate hats for the past. Not year. enough, man. Why do you hate hats? What's wrong with hats? I don't like hats on my head. I don't like hair on my head. I mean, it's just. But that has nothing to do with hats or hair. That's just yeah. I don't like either one. Okay. It's just yeah. It's just one of those things. All right. Well, thank you, Ag. Not a problem, man. Loved it. I mean, you know, next week Moby is up, and he'll get the hard hidden questions. Uh, you know, and I guess the the crazy thing about it is there are no really limits or boundaries until we get to one. So that'll be interesting. I'm pretty sure in two weeks, though. I mean, the FBI is calling. So, <laughs> man, so, Ru- 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 I'll be peeing standing up, brother. Ruben Ru- gonna be so nervous when it's nah, his, man. I'm really, you know, I'm really not nervous because I guess one of the things is I don't mind being, I don't mind being truthful about myself because when it's all said and done, it's experiences I've already had. Now, if what my experience has changed your thought process about me, then that's a you thing. That's what it is. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. I mean, bring it on. Do your worst. Nah, man. I, I can't even do that to you, man. I mean, you say that now. Then I'm gonna get some crazy questions in two weeks. I mean, did AG get a crazy crash question? We, we, we ain't about that. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm gonna have the craziest questions. That's gonna be true. That's all. That's true. I feel all like that. I'm gonna have the craziest question, and it's my fault because I probably set myself up for him. I mean, you might get it from AG. I mean, my no. situation is gonna be asking you questions that I don't know answers to. 
That's that's true. That's true. So, you know, but hey, that's another that's another week. That's another topic. That's another that's another episode. Oh, shameless plug. Um, there's going to be a B side to the stroll down Moby um story because a lot of people didn't believe that story about my boy hitting the tree with the bike. So we're gonna hear it from the other person that was there. It's gonna be it's gonna be set up this week. We oh, gonna, we gonna get it that. done. I can't wait for that. Oh my I, god! Because because I believe it or not, more people listen to it than I thought, and I had a whole bunch of people telling me that it was funny, but I had to be lying. And I promise you, I didn't make up anything in that story. Why I'm would not, this be lying? I'm not I'm not creative enough to think of anything like that. But, but I know, why would they think you're lying? Though for real. So you try. To say I don't even got- know if they think I'm lying. I think they think maybe there were some parts exaggerated. Like, what you man? He ain't hit the tree head on like that. But I mean, he wasn't really unconscious. I, I mean, e money was on the thing that night, so it's like, see, it's different when you see a dude typing comments. But we actually gonna hear from him. Okay, and so, and we're gonna hear his account of the story. I'm not gonna lead him. It's just gonna be like, hey, you tell me from your perspective what happened that day. So you said we gonna have a special episode. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna drop. It's gonna be a special one. All right. Oh, I can't wait for this. Oh my I God. can't wait for this either. Because you had me crying that night. I mean, All the skin on his forehead was gone. That's so disgusting. <laughs> it, just, man. it was just a big knot and and no skin. That's all. Oh my God. Look like his forehead. Like, like his forehead was pregnant. That's all. Ouch. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> I understand. Like some people don't know how to use the brakes, but. The tree's bigger than you, and it's right. Like you can. No, no, no. no. Really, all this started because he was too proud not to lie. All he had yeah. to do was that I can't ride, ride a ten speed, and I'm I mean, sure they would have laughed at him. But I'm also let, sure let, kill it, kill it. I'm let E money tell it. Okay. And, and from his perspective, so everybody can know, it wasn't me making it up. Everything I said was real. From from me not crying to me pronouncing him dead. All, all that, all that really happened. <laughs> you pronounce him dead like Herb Dean be doing. Because <laughs> he was talking to the dude that was playing basketball. I don't know what you're doing, man. He dead, man. He dead. <laughs> Jesus. That was hilarious. All of, all of it happened, and you'll get to hear from the other person that was there. So, so he can tell you how cool and panicked I was all at the same time. Well, all right. Well, I want right. to, I want to, I want to uh, thank you. E money in advance because I know this is gonna be gold. Oh my god! Ah, we got a special edition coming up. Awesome, awesome. So, um, you know, let's go ahead and let Ag finish it up. What's on your mind, Ag? On my mind right now is plant based diet. That's what's on my mind right now. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> And I would tell you why. And, and I do, I mean, full disclosure, I've been of I've been plant-based for about a month and it's great. Love it. It's a lot tastier and a lot better than it was 20 years ago. So full disclosure there. However, when I dug down deeper to see how it, I could see how I could improve the foods that I ate, my choices, this and that, what I noticed was this politicizing vegan diets. And it's just like you can't eat this. You should not do this and that and the other. I'm like, okay. Nothing's above politics. Nothing's above politics, man. Apparently it's not. <laughs> Number one, I'm never going to judge nobody about how they eat when I was eating like a dog six weeks ago. That's first. If I'm hungry, 
and I have a bow and there's a deer, I'm going to eat good. I ain't going to be mad at nobody. So I'm not going to be bougie about this. However, to brand new vegans, brand new vegetarians and everybody in between, please don't get bogged down with all this foolishness that people want to put out there. Because really what it's about is making a choice, doing the best you can with that choice that day, continuing continuing your improvement, and that's it. That's all it's about. And for it to be clouded that way, if you're not ready for it, so all this information out there, if you're not ready to handle it, is ridiculous and you're not helping the situation. Number two, as this goes along, y'all need to do something about these prices. Because I promise you, if you <laughs> want people to eat better and you're charging them $2 per burger patty, everybody can't afford that. If you're single, you might be able to. If you have a family of four, and I mean two kids and two parents, you can't do it. So y'all need to get your little act together. Y'all want some people, y'all want people to do things that they literally can't afford to do. So work on that before you start preaching. Have a heaven before you start telling people they're going to hell. So that's all I had to say about that. Thank you. AG, prices are the new racism, man. That's all that is. But that's the reason <laughs> racism, man, because there's some white people out there still hot pocketing it. And it's just like they can't afford to do, not- do nothing else. Hey, look, man, they'll sacrifice those broke ones. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not I just wrong, had- but okay. I- I just had a bowl of Uzu news for the show, so it's what it is, bro. Exactly. I, like but I said, do the best cheap, you can. Cheap and terrible for you, but yeah, they taste yeah. good, especially the shrimp. But um, yeah, wrong. I'm think I'm thinking about I'm thinking about doing um, red meat that way, going to plant based on red meat only. Um, but I think what I might do, I might start at the get away from the eighty five fifteen and the seventy thirty. And move up to the nine three seven first. Um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, man, it's not too bad. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, man, it's just they they a little bougie. They a little bougie sometimes. They little feelings. Yeah, they don't really take in, They don't take in everything into account. It's almost like General Motors talking about yeah, uh, ev- uh, EV for everybody. Mm, okay, we'll, we'll we'll see. Not starting at sixty five thousand. Exactly my. <laughs> <point>. <laughs> Stop driving gas cars. Okay, do you have $75,000? No, some people ain't got $75,000 for a house. I mean, you want to buy a car? Yeah. I mean, it is the best. I mean, really, don't buy a Tesla. Stop eating meat. That is really a true statement if you want to do something for the planet. But really, if you're charging people $50,000 for a hamburger, man, what? Come on, man. That's I'm, eat, I'm eating this 7327 burger. Yeah, well, there it is. Because at the end of the day, if you can't afford it, then you're not going to have it. You know, Moco Cowboys tapioca pearls. First of all, I remember as a kid, I used to eat tapioca pudding. I can't touch that stuff now. Oh, that stuff is so good, man. I can't uh, do it. I'm with you, man. I, I don't I don't hate it, but it's never gonna be my first choice. It ain't or gonna my be second third, choice. Yeah. Or third choice. That's gonna be my damn I'm hungry choice. And then, <laughs> and then I might be like, I just drink water. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just can't do it, you know, with tapioca and potted meat and and Savannah sausage, Savannah, Vienna sausage, man. Back in the day when you were a kid, it's one thing. Now, mm, I know what's in that shit. It's the worst. Hey, man, sometimes it don't matter. 
My man. mom ate that till the day she died. Oh my goodness. I mean, yeah. I, I ate it till I became an adult. I don't know what happened. It's not even, I knew what it was when I was a kid. But for some reason, that Vienna sausage hit different before I became an adult. Then it was just like, man, I can't do this to myself yeah. or my and then, soul. And then spam. <laughs> or my <by> soul. Spam. <laughs> <laughs> and spam is the worst, man. Spam is, oh God. Well, KB Yaka was wondering why you, he, he said he thought you'd like the Vienna sausage. Ah. Uh, Maybe I mean as a kid when you got nothing else to eat. I mean I also ate syrup sandwiches too because that was there. Man. But I can't do that now. I I can't bring myself to do that now. Yo, but you know the best sandwich in the world when you broke is a tomato sandwich. Lord Jesus, I don't like tomatoes, man. Yeah, I don't like tomatoes like that. So you you on, you on that hill by yourself right yeah, now? Yeah, man, oh. you miss me with that. Well, I gotta miss you with that. Is it that intense, man? Come on, man. Yeah, I don't like tomatoes. Though. I just said you on a hill by yourself. I didn't say you. You know, you had nah. Like I don't like chunks, all that. I can't. I can't get down with that. It's, yeah, it's a can't thing. get down with a pot of meat. Man, yeah, pot of we, meat's disgusting. We have just been venturing all off subject. This I know this whole show, man. It's your fault. So what's <laughs> on your mind? It's my fault. I mean, I'm I'm used to taking blame. So that's that's. <laughs> I've been married for a long time, bro. I know how to take blame <laughs> with with the best of them. <laughs> Um, man, what's on my mind is like e money was, you know, I'm bringing e money up again, man. Um, was talking to him earlier this week, man. I just realized, man, life sucks for these kids out here now, man, because I don't know what cool stories they're gonna be able to tell their kids one day about like what they did outside or like what they did while they was kids. Because, man, me and e money can talk for hours about all of the adventures that we had as kids. And I can't imagine what my kids are going to talk about. Like, hey, you remember that one time we were playing that video game online? And the story's going to end. Because, I mean, I got st- I got stories for days. It was like, I, I got skateboarding stories. I got fight stories. I got thieving stories. I got um, fornication stories that I'll never share. I got, I got all these stories of, of childhood that I'm just like, man, these kids don't. They don't know. They don't know about like summertime and your grandma telling you at ten o'clock in the morning you gotta leave the house and you can't come back until a certain hour. Like I, I literally had to leave the house. It was no option. It wasn't. I don't feel like going. It wasn't. I'm gonna play video games all day. I had to go out there and create a whole bunch of memories, and I got plenty of them. And I can't imagine what Kira and Kate is gonna talk about twenty years with their kids. Matter of fact, I feel like they're gonna make up stories, and I'm gonna be constantly going, "You ain't do that shit." <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna be the old snitch. Like you ain't do that. All you did was play Fortnite. <laughs> I do want to interject something. You realize you sound like our parents did. Man, I, I've been hit that age, man. Okay, because they been said hit that age. About, they said the same thing about us, and here we are. So I just say, have some faith. See, but the thing is, I know they're gonna have stories to tell, but all their stories seem like it's gonna be inside and it's gonna involve the internet somehow. Well, all my I stories mean, were real live accounts <laughs> where I, I mean, was there. That's true, but I'm saying I say it has some faith. I think it'd be all right. Because it can be like, girl, you remember what COVID had? Oh Lord Jesus. You know what? Not in a positive way, but COVID is probably gonna be the most exciting thing that some of these kids have ever experienced. The fact that Uh-oh. they've had to be inside, the fact that all these tra- like all this stuff is new to them. Like it was new to us too, but like this is literally the most impactful thing to happen to them. Not in a good way, but but it also is like a part of the regression too because they've been forced to stay inside. 
um, not be around each other, do more stuff on the internet, lose the minimal level of interpersonal skills that they had developed anyway. God, can you imagine an interview in 2030 with some of these kids? They're going to be trying to text you during the interview. Be like, what are your job references? What, you ain't look at my IG page before I got here, homie? <laughs> you got to have some faith, man. You got to have some faith. I don't, man. I, I have officially reached. I'm not quite get off my lawn, old man. You sure I'm about not, that? No, I'm not. I'm not quite there yet because I, I want them to be on the lawn because at least I know they outside if they're on the lawn. But 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 I've a, I've officially reached the whole. Everybody's just a young blood kid. Young boy, young blood, young blood, young blood. Let me let me tell you. You don't you don't you don't even know how good you got it. <laughs> I've I've officially reached the you don't know how good you got it stage in my old mandom. Yeah, because the next thing is get off my lawn. You're yeah, right. like I, said, I ain't quite there yet. I ain't quite there yet, but I'm getting there. Are you making moves though for real, uh, man? For fast, man. Like it's going downhill. <laughs> What's saying about Ruben? I got nothing. Yes, you do. Oh no! Oh no! I was talking about this stuff. Moby's Mo situation with his kids and not kicking him out the house. You got a gated fence. Kick him out the house. Tell him to go do something. You 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 think that that has happened? <laughs> I mean, I hope it has. <laughs> don't tell them that, because I mean, they actually, my, my kids actually want to go outside. They just don't necessarily want to do anything yet because you know outside is a new world to them like we were we were we were prepared for the outside like outside meant there was going to be a ball involved or random running um hide and go seek like something like now they go outside and it's like they need an instruction manual on what to do next yo y'all ever play red light green light yeah yo that's the game right there buddy Limp Biscuit and Snoop Dogg did a song about that. That's the, that's hype. Oh that's God, not. red light. Uh, just saying. So, what's on my mind? I've been struggling. I've been really struggling because I really feel I want to go one way, but then I need to avoid that way and go the other way, and the resistance is rough, and I'm just not sure. You know, if that's how I want to do it. So I've decided that this time the answer is C. And we're going to go a third way. Because I go A and I go B. But I feel like I need to stay away from both. So I'm going to go C. I'm trying to figure out where we are on the map. Like you're talking about which way to go. And I don't even know where's the starting point. I mean, see, man, <laughs> I'm already running. So, basically, I just think that all this stuff going on in this country is just is crazy. And then, of course, I look at CNN last week, and India has just literally blown up. They thought they had beaten COVID. Next thing you know, you got 3,000 people dead. You got 3,000 people who have it. And just to see the sights of them burning bodies. And they were saying how they had burned 55 bodies. And it was not even 11 o'clock yet in the a.m. over there. 
And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, could they cre- apparently they cremate bodies over there? So, yeah, I mean, it's just they went from nothing to, you know, which makes me think about, wow, man, we've dodged like so many bullets, you know, as much as we can. And then you got Texas who decide, hey, we're just going to open our state all back up. And I'm thinking to myself, when they decide they want to do that, is that something you really want to do? And then, of course, the stuff happens. In any, like, they've already said, United States ain't flying there. They can't come here. Don't even. And, you know, it's just, it's to me, it's sad. It's sad all the way. And, yeah, man, I, I, feel, I feel bad. And it just reminds me that this stuff ain't over yet. We still got ways to go. Um, all I can advise people to do is take care of themselves and all that beautiful stuff. And, you know, as far as the vaccine go, you do what you got to do. Um, I took it. I'm good. You know, I've had COVID. I'm still here. I, there's some people who, get, who got COVID and they ain't here no more. You know, so it's one of the... You know, however you feel about the vaccine, you know, do you. But if you're not going to get the vaccine, at least, you know, wear a mask. At least, you know, use um, hand sanitizer. You know, do the stuff that you're asked to do. You know, because that's the thing. You know, this herd immunity everybody keeps talking about. I mean, it doesn't even matter because when it's all said and done, you know, if I'm sitting across the table from someone who has not gotten their shots, their vaccines, and they get COVID, I mean, I get COVID, but the hope is that I'm protected a little bit better. Them, you know, we just start, you know, trying to pray and all that stuff. So it's just take care, take care of yourself, whichever way you decide to go. Um, and, then, and also... By taking care of yourself, you're also taking care of everybody else. You know, pull your weight regardless of how you need to pull it. That's what I'm saying. Um, and and I'll leave this last thing, um, and then we'll we'll go ahead and call this a night. My pillow, man, just my pillow. You gotta that's, let that's it go, man. You gotta let that dude nope. go, man. I can't, I can't let stupidity like that go. And that's okay. But the thing about it is, I'm dealing with it internally. So it's 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 there there's some movement. Cause you know, when it's all said and done, you you know, it is what it is. Whatever he's doing and whatever he's not doing. Time heals all wounds, man. So whatever this my pillow guy did to your personal soul, man, I hope. He I, hope did nothing. I hope eventually you can you can you can see it to forgive him. Not not for him, but for you. First of all, the only thing that the my pillow guy did to me was make me laugh hysterically. I mean, and he keeps he continues and, and, to and do make, so. and make you click on any article that mentions him. 
I don't go looking <laughs> for the stuff, man. It comes. To I me. didn't say you looked for it, but you click on like you, man. They already got your code, man. The social hey. network has your code. If, hey, man. If, if you've got too much inactivity, they're like, hey, just put this slap on my pillow guy story up there. He'll start clicking. But you know, if that's gonna be my my albatross. I'm good with that. Like I said, man, I just I just hope you can find it in your heart to forgive him, not for him, but for you, man. I mean, so, so you can move forward with your life. First of all, my life moved forward, but I just like he to keep, laugh at he him. Keep, he keeps pulling you back, man. He keeps uh, he doesn't pull me back. I just laugh at it. Just like, I laugh every, at it. Every every time you think you over to my pillow guy, he just keep calling you. It's just he, it just keeps calling you. You got to click on it, and like, it's and, like Pacino in Godfather Three. Oh jeez, <laughs> he pulled me back in. <laughs> I mean, really, it's just it's it's like it's a train wreck, man. This dude was almost a billionaire, and now he's about to be dirt poor. So it's like. After he's been poor, and then he was had a drug problem and all this stuff, apparently. And I said, because that's what I'm reading. So it's just like, you you were so terrible. And then you move, you were so far down. Then you move so far up. And you let this fool Trump just ride you like a dog in the sunset. And If, if he could find a way to monetize the stock that he has in your mind share... Uh, he'll be fine if he nah, can he'll still out, be poor. If he can, if, if he can figure out how to to monetize all of those thoughts that you seem to have about him all the time, man. First of all, I think you need to stop. You need to stop sitting here and be like, "This is all I think about." It you really have isn't. brought the my pillow got up in at least, I probably say five episodes, three. It's only been three, and four if you if you include this one. It, it's really it's not that big of a deal. It's just it's funny. Hey, AG, have you brought the my pillow guy up? No, but everybody's got. I've never brought the my pillow guy up. All I'm saying is everybody's got their thing. Yeah, but your, but, thing. but your thing seems to dominate your thought process for weeks at a time. How does it dominate my thought process? The article comes up, I read it, and it's it is it is built for the show. It is built for the show. It's like it, you've made it a segment on this show again. I have me, not against me a- against me and AG's will. It's like. It just becomes a segment. <laughs> We're I've talked about the dude four times. If that's a segment, then so be it. I mean, but it's Yo, four times. Yo, my pillow guys got more segments than me. That's Yo, your you, fault. You gave me like three times, and you're like, nope. You know what? Scrap that. See, Scrap that's, a whole, that. <laughs> that's a whole bunch of bullshit. Uh, whatever, man. Don't hate. We need to open up a fourth box on our little thing. It should just be a picture of the my pillow guy. Because, I mean, he's got just as much input on this show as me and AG. Hey, man, it's just a matter of time for Raphael does something, and we get talked about him again. He does plenty. No, and, he, and, and, and even when that comes up, y'all bring that up, right. and then y'all ask true. for me to talk about That's it. true. <laughs> that is true. I mean, he does not go out of his way for that, dude. Come I on. Mean, I don't go out of my way for the MyPillow guy. I see the article. I think it's funny. We talk about it. I don't understand <laughs> Ruben, what's the problem. Ruben. We talk about like we talk about anything else. Take us home. Man. We, we we talk about it. Yes, we talk about it. Ag, what input did you give on this my pillow guy thing uh, today? None. Well, we I didn't talk about it today. Then, then what's the last five minutes been about? About other stuff. I was talking about India, and, and then the my pillow. And, that, guy, and all I said was my pillow. And next thing you know, it's just I said I said let it go. And you said, then you said, well, hey man, he just he goes up and he goes down and he let this man Trump I like mean, once again. 
I stopped I just with said, my All I said I, was let it go. All I said you need to let it go. I stopped with my pillow and then you had a comment. Yeah, and my comment was, was unnecessary. You need to let it go. You, you should have just let it, let it go. You should have just let it go. And then we wouldn't be still talking about it. And can, Ness, we go can we yes, all go? We can. I'm just saying. I'm defending myself. <laughs> no, all you have to attack me about you things that I want to talk about. Me, me asking you to forgive someone and let it go is attacking you. Yes. He's trying to help your soul, man. Man, my soul is good. <laughs> and if it ain't, that's kind of my problem. So I'll be okay. I've lived this long with this soul. But thank you for everyone for listening to the show. Such a chaotic end to it. But that's how we do things, apparently. Hey, we'll be back next Friday night, 9 p.m. Thank you to all. When do we start doing this Monday on Friday night, again, man? Friday night. Whatever, man. It's Sunday. It's okay. See, you got me all flustered, man. I'm no, trying to my pillow guy got you flustered. No, you. You got me flustered. <laughs> Why did you do that, Moby? Why? I was just chilling, man. Mo- Everybody knows it's Moby's fault. He just don't want to take responsibility. First of all, I'm not taking responsibility. I, I, you, you ain't taking no responsibility. That's your okay, problem. Okay, I do have a question about Sunday night. Do we want to change the day because it's Mother's Day? Thank you, Dre from VA. That's up to y'all. Bro, it's your show, man. You're not about to hit me with this passive aggressiveness, not wanting to make a decision about your own. I mean, show, I, I saw my mother yesterday. I won't be able to see okay. her next week, so I'm good. All right. What about you? What about you, Moby? I mean, you good for next Sunday? I mean, I'm going to be home. I got a computer, so I guess I'm good. Well, there it is. Or, or he could just say yes. And this is what we have yeah, to do. Yeah, I'll be there. Today. My thank bad. You. Yeah, I'll be there. See, that's all he had to do. But thank you for everyone who listens on the podcast, on the live show. I hope we are always entertaining and things as such. Tell a friend. Um, as much as everybody wants that shirt to happen, I ain't doing it. <laughs> but still say safe I, out there. I'm going to make the shirt and then I'm going to put underneath that statement the little symbol that means this person quoted it and I'm going to put Ruben Brown. Wow. <laughs> and I will sue my best friend. Nigg- niggas is good. I will Ruben sue Brown. my best friend. Even though I knew what it said it. <laughs> exactly. Hold I on, hold on. Falabo. He repeated it though. So technically, we got it on air with him saying it too. So I am technically yep. quoting him. No. That's so wrong. <laughs> I guess I got to go get a lawyer now. Jesus. These things. But, hey. And no Moco Cowboy. My pillow is... It, I'm ignoring all of y'all right now. But thank you for listening. Special um, guest on next week's show. Tell your my friend. pillow guy will be here Sunday at 9 in Ruben's brain. <laughs> <laughs> AG, I'm trying to get out of here, and this is what's happening. You're not wrong. <laughs> Next, see? Why are you out of there? I'm well, don't give me no damn mic, then. I mean, that sounds like a hip problem. Ah, so I guess he really won't know when we finish. So, thank you to everybody for listening on the podcast and on the show tonight. We will be back next Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell a friend. Um, yeah, man. Take it easy out there. Be safe out there. And don't do anything absurd and crazy. Be safe out there, people. Peace. <laughs>